welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, February the 17th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's life. I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's goodness surrounding you, uh, filling you, animating you this day. My friends, as always, we are going to uh, take a moment and we're going to look at the readings for this coming weekend, uh, which is the seventh Sunday in Ordinary Time. Now, this is the last Sunday in Ordinary Time. Now, I should have checked this before I, um, I started speaking about this. This will be the last Sunday in Ordinary Time for a very long time. How about I just say it that way? For at least, at a minimum, three months and beyond that. So let's figure that out. What, that's kind of the end of February to the end of March, April, May, throw on a couple after that because we've got a couple of feast days, probably until the beginning of June. It's going to be late spring, early summer before we are back in ordinary time on a weekend. Unfortunately, as I mentioned, we're going to miss a whole lot of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. We are going to continue with that today. We are going to uh, proceed immediately following last week's. You're going to see the thread that ties this week's and last week's together. Last week's was very long. We're going to get to this week's as well, pretty long as well. For those who are uh, going to follow along, we're going to read the first reading, Leviticus chapter 19, verses 1 to 2, 17 to 18. You'll see very easily the thread that goes between that and the gospel, which will be Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 to 48. So Matthew 5, 38 to 48 will finish out our gospel. All right. So again, as always, before we open up ourselves to hear the word, let's open ourselves to that Spirit of God, that that Spirit may find root, this word may uh, find the soil for which it's, uh, it's meant, that seed would grow within us. So again, we're looking for however God speaks to us, in an image, in an idea, in a word, a phrase, whatever it is that strikes you, I urge you, my friends, to hold on to that, grasp it, and allow God to work through that image, that idea, that word, that phrase, and speak to you. And so, my friends, let's break open God's word, a reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not bear hatred for your brother or sister in your heart. Though you, may have, though you may have to reprove your fellow citizen, do not incur sin because of them. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against any of your people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now again, brothers and sisters, if you need to hit pause, please do. A word, an image, a phrase, an idea. Where is God speaking to us? And with that, my brothers and sisters, let's break open the gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. 
When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes the sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? If you greet your brothers or sisters only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let's start with the, the first reading from Leviticus, right? So, um, again, remember, in Matthew's Gospel, because Matthew was written to a Jewish audience, Jesus is the new Moses, which makes perfect sense, right? Because Moses was the preeminent prophet, the preeminent voice to all Hebrew people. And so for Jesus to be the new Moses, it's saying he's taking Moses' law and he's bringing it to us in a new way. He's taking what Moses gave and he's um, inviting us to go even deeper within it, which is essentially exactly what Jesus is doing in the Sermon on the Mount. We heard it last week. We're hearing it again this week, right? That same pattern. You have heard it said. Last week we heard Jesus say, uh, for those who... who uh, listen, you, you probably remember this. For those who didn't listen, just trust me. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, immediately proceeding, you have heard it said, you shall not kill, and whoever kills shall be liable to, your, to the judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry against their brother or sister will be liable to judgment. Right? And, and you've heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, uh, we shall not even look at our brother or sister in, in lustful ways, right? And we've already committed that adultery within our mind. Um, so Jesus is taking this law of Moses, which is good because he said, I have not come to, uh, to abolish the law, but I've come to fulfill it. He's inviting us. He's saying this. Okay, you've heard it said where, where the, 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 uh, the rung uh, that we need to go to is thou shalt not kill or thou shalt not commit adultery. Uh, our Lord shall not take an oath. Those were all last week's. But I'm going to give you even a higher rung, right? That standard by which we must be measured is, is not one that we can check off at, at the end of the day. And I talked about it a little bit last week. Okay, today, at the end of the day, did I kill anybody? Nope. Did I, did I lie? I don't think so. Did I commit adultery? Nope. Did I steal? Nope. Okay, I was good. And all that can be external. And no, nowhere did I give my heart to God, to give, to give my heart to another person. And that's what Jesus is inviting us to, to this whole idea that, that it is an affair of the heart. Okay? So the Lord said to Moses, which is why, again, you know, to, to get in my very roundabout way, uh, that Jesus is the new Moses, speak to the whole Israelite community. So he's speaking to all of us. 
you notice the gospel said, Jesus said to his disciples, that's you and me. So both these, Leviticus and Jesus, they are speaking directly to us, the community. And, and what does he tell us? Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Oh, oh. And then he says, very similar to what Jesus said last week, shall not bear hatred for your brother or sister in your heart. Right? They're already, Moses was already going to the same place. Jesus just took it to that next level. Right? Carry no grudge, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Well, we're going to get to that, right? When somebody comes up to Jesus and says, what's the greatest commandment? And he's, he's going to say, well, the first is you love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it. shall love your neighbor as yourself. Remember, brothers and sisters, so, and, I, and I'm getting off, and I don't want to do that because I only got 20 minutes. That whole idea of loving our neighbor as ourself, I think the, the easy thing to forget in there is the whole idea that we've got to love ourselves too. Jesus doesn't invite us into um, dysfunctional relationships and to be uh, victims. And we're going to get to that here in about a minute. Um, but what he does say is, listen, love yourself. And to the extent that you love yourself and treat yourself well and want the best for yourself, make sure you do that same to, to those around you. That's what our God is inviting us into. I mean, he makes it so simple, right? I mean, it's the hardest thing in the world to do, but it's so easy for us to simply chew on. That, that same grace that we want to ask for ourselves, as that little voice inside of us tells us all the time, you're not good enough, you're not, you're not talented enough, you, you already just do it wrong. That same grace that we were like, Lord, forgive us, help us to start anew, that's the same grace that our God wants us to give to our, our brothers and sisters around us, our, who we call our neighbor. I want to talk about this whole idea again. We know that Jesus has taken the law and he's inviting us to, to go deeper with that law. Um, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And he's going to, later going to say, you, you have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you to, to love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And the eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, he says, I say to you, offer no resistance to the one who is evil. Uh, when someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn and offer the other as well. If anyone goes to law against you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service one mile, go two miles. Um, it, it almost sounds like God is inviting us to be masochistic. Go into those relationships that are poor. And if they, they treat us poorly, just, you know, do it out of love and keep keep receiving that. And, and I don't think that's at all what God is saying to us. I don't think he's at all, that at, at all. I think God is inviting us to keep our dignity and, and being victims in those ways. That is not, not what God has for us. Here's an image I want us to, to stand with because I think it's so good and I think it, it, it speaks to, to, to these very examples. And I want you to think back to Selma, Alabama in 1965. Now, those of you who weren't alive, I was two months old, all right? So I didn't really know what was going on. Those of you, I mean, it's easy history to go and look at. The, uh, the, the people of the nation uh, congregated behind the headship of Martin Luther King Jr. in Selma, Alabama in early March of 65. And what they wanted to do was walk from Selma to Montgomery to present 
this idea, this bill, before Governor Wallace. And they were walking over a bridge, and at the bottom of the bridge stood Sheriff Clark, right, and uh, all of his henchmen, and uh, blocking the road. And they had a decision to make. They could turn around and, uh, or, or just, you know, um, and go home, or they could continue to move forward. And what they did was they chose to continue to move forward and did so in a nonviolent way. And they encountered these henchmen who, with their billy clubs and their, their horses, uh, struck and trampled upon them. And it was an incredibly bloody scene and awful. But it was one that was easy to look and to shame. One, one didn't have to watch that, that video for long to realize which is the just side and which is the unjust side. We know the side of justice is on those um, who are standing for their own dignity and for the civil rights of all. And the unjust side is those who are, are abusing. And, and that, I believe, is exactly what Jesus is saying here in this eye for an eye and tooth for tooth. He says, uh, offer no resistance to the one who's, okay, blah, blah, blah. When someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn and offer the other as well because it's going to put them in a position to know they are the one that looks foolish here, and they are the one that is um, uh, being unjust in, in their action. But if that doesn't convince you, keep going. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, okay, you're going to law with them, okay, here's not only my tunic, but here's my cloak as well. And again, it shames them in understanding you know, that, that they're taking everything I have. Um, and, and they look like the unjust one to everyone around. If someone presses you into service for one mile, go two. Um, and, it, and again, it's, it's somebody's going to be like, I didn't ask you to go two. I just asked you to go one. And, and it, it stands up for the dignity with which we are given. And, and it, it, it brings back that, that idea of what Martin Luther King Jr. did on that bridge in Selma. It, it brings back the images of Mahatma Gandhi, uh, the Mahatma, who, and how he uh, marched to the sea to create salt, and, and, or, or whatever else he, he did. Um, and did so nonviolently, but did so with incredible dignity, even though it, it, he ended up getting beaten or, or thrown in jail or whatever that is. And that, I believe, is what our God is inviting us to, to be women and men of dignity and integrity, strength, not milk toast, not victims, but dignity, but nonviolence. We have to see that's what he's, he's inviting us to here. Last thing I want to say, uh, which this, again, deserves so much more than I'm giving it, but that I got I to gotta get to that last line, don't I? So, I mean, this is Jesus. So be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. Brothers and sisters, how do we do that? I mean, to me, I hear that line and I'm like, oh, Jesus, what you're saying here is so great. Then I get there and I'm like, but I can't. I can't be perfect. Why are you asking me to do that? So be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. I want to compare and contrast that with two other things. The first we heard today, right, in Leviticus. It was the, the, the thing that uh, Moses said to everybody. Speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them what? Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. So here's the two commandments we've heard. First, be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. The second, be perfect, for just as the Lord your God is perfect. And the third is, 
I invite you to go to Luke chapter 6, verse 36. It's Luke's Sermon on the Plain, so he takes Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, condenses it an awful lot. But this is how he ends that section. And he says, Jesus says, be merciful just as your heavenly Father is merciful. So we've got three commandments in front of us. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Be merciful just as your heavenly Father is merciful. Brothers and sisters, I think all these things are pointing to the exact same thing. They're using different words. So don't, be, don't get down when you hear, you know, Jesus' command, be perfect. And I know I can't. Be holy. And I know I, I fall short of, of that holiness by a whole long way. I think this is the, the key. Jesus is inviting us no more and no less to put on the heart of God. That's what he's inviting us to with this law. He's saying, listen, we can keep it external for not killing and, and uh, hating uh, our, our enemy, right? I, I, did anybody see the Super Bowl this last weekend? And you know there were the He Gets Us ads, which were wonderful. And the, the 62nd one was about, you know, people arguing. It just showed arguing, which, of course, we see all the time in our world today. And the last uh, line says, um, it says, Jesus loved the people we hate. He gets us. Jesus loves the people we hate. Think of who you hate right now. And know Jesus loves the people we hate. Brothers and sisters, we can keep the law external and not enter into it and think we are doing the pious and holy thing and our heart can stay far from God. Or we can give our heart completely to God and know that we're never going to be perfect and we're never going to be holy and we're never going to be merciful as God is merciful. But the more we can give our heart to God, do you know what I know? The more we will be fashioned uh, in the image and likeness of God. We're, We're always going to fall short. But the more our heart and our lives will be fashioned that way. And do you know what we'll do then? More and more, anyway. We'll love those that, that previously maybe we would have hated. Or we're, we're not going to look lustfully on others. Or, or even be angry with them. Or what, I mean, we're never going to get to that place of perfection. We're never going to get to that place of full holiness or mercy. But I think what God is inviting us to is saying, Listen, just put on my heart. Put on my heart. Every day, wake up and say, Lord, take my heart. Make it your own. Make it your own. And if we are to do that, brothers and sisters, I think that is all our God is asking of us. Let's pray. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, God bless you. Thank you for uh, listening and being present with me as we break open God's word. May your weekend, your week ahead be filled with every good blessing. Be well.